Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening. How are you, Z? I'm grateful tonight. Hey, Bonnie. Hey. Uh. I think about freaking you. (laughs) 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 Woo! What a way to start the show tonight. Beautiful, beautiful. We Mm. just say welcome, welcome to the family tonight to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Bonnie, we got a hot conversation tonight, girl. Yes, honey, we do, we do. And before we jump into tonight's show, um, you know, I just I want to go and I want to thank the fam for joining us tonight because we do know it's a Friday night and um, we know that the fam could be anywhere, but they chose to spend their time with us, and so we want to thank them and acknowledge them for that. And um, we want to go ahead and introduce ourselves to any new listeners that we have tonight. I am Vani, your sexual wellness coach, and we have Z. And I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and I've been encouraged by my coach to say, uh, author of an upcoming book, uh, Jamaica Memoir. So I'm, I'm a new author coming up mm-hmm. soon, so giving thanks for, for that. Um, blessings, yes, and we do thank the family for joining us tonight. 
uh, with this dynamic conversation that we're going to be having tonight. And I love, you know, I'm telling you, when I listen to that, I love Jodeci anyway. But, you know, <laughs> when, you, when, you, <laughs> when they talk about freaking you, this is a perfect segue into this conversation that we're going to be having tonight, Bonnie. So we're going to let the family do our disclaimer. We're going to let the family know what's going on, and then we're going to jump right in to our topic. All right, all right. So, again, um, we are Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and we are here every every Friday evening, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And um, when I introduce myself, I introduce myself, I am a sexual wellness coach. And Z, she is an up-and-coming author as well as our love and sex enthusiast. And um, we say that to say that during our show, um, well, first, this is an adult show. So for the adult listeners, um we just like to let you know that um, with that being said, if you have any young ones that um, are in the listening area, if you might have the show on speaker, we just like to let our adults know that, especially with tonight's topic, um, you know, we like to let um, you know, our listeners know we're going to be talking about pornography. So, um, you know, so like I said, we just like to let our fam know that this is an adult show. And then also, um, we are not professional doctors. We're not medical doctors. So um, we speak from our experience and our research. So by any means, if you are under any medical care um, and we make any suggestions or recommendations, we ask that you first consult uh, with your medical um, practitioner before doing anything that we might suggest <laughs> or say. Um, and other than that, Z, did I cover anything, everything? As always, my beautiful queen, you were right on it. Um, okay, we okay. Relax. We want this to be a really relaxing and enjoyable time. You know, when we invite the family to come in on a Friday evening, like, a, you know, like we said, you could be doing anything else, but we want this to not only be a time for you just to relax, you know, get mm-hmm. the day off of you, you know, your work, you know, you've been at work and you've been doing all your stuff, taking care of your family. Now it's this time in the evening for you to take care of you. So yes. if you have some wine, and this is a night for a little wine, <laughs> and a little something, something to help you relax and get into this um, conversation about a very controversial topic so take off your shoes, get into something comfortable, uh, snuggle up with your boo, and, you know, let's talk. Let's talk yeah. pornography. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. What do you think, Marty? Well, you know what? First of all, I want to say when the idea came to have this subject, it's a subject mm-hmm. to me that, you know, you either, like we said in our in our write-up, you either turned off, you're turned on, or as you say, turned up. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I know we have, you know, lots of views out there, and I'm going to be open, and, you know, to let you know about how I feel about this particular, I call it a form of art. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know how I feel. Vani is going to give you her ideas as well. And then and later on in the show, we are going to be opening up the lines to allow the audience to share their thoughts and feelings. Um, yeah. So it should be a 
really wonderful conversation tonight. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I also want to remind the family that um, for those that would like to participate in the conversation tonight by pressing 1 on your dial pad, that will put you in the queue, and that will let us know that you want to join us tonight on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. All right, Z. So, um, you know, with this, with this topic, turn on, turn, turn on, turn off, or turn up. I think it will be um, good to um, to have the the definition. Um, I was, you know, with researching, doing my research <laughs> for for this topic. <laughs> I tell you, man, the research we do is pretty exciting here. But um, the the research for um, the definition of pornography is is famously is subjective because what might be someone's um, Venus de Milo might be another man's masturbation aid. So you know that term is um, could be can be like I said subjective. So with that being said, ZR, do you have a definition of what you have found that we can use for tonight's show? Yes, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. according to Miriam Webster, mm-hmm. the full definition of pornography, the depiction of erotic behavior as okay. in pictures or writing intended to cause Sexual excitement. Hmm. Hmm. Material as books or photo or photographs that depicts erotic behavior and is intended to cause sexual excitement. So it always has one. (laughs) um, (laughs) You know, bottom line is causing sexual excitement. Um, The depiction of acts in a sensual manner so as to arouse a quick, intense emotional reaction. And we're going to emotional talk tonight about the, yeah. Um, okay. And we're going to talk tonight about the different kinds of pornography that is out there because we know that there's, you know, you've got soft porn, mm-hmm. you've got hardcore porn. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about the differences um, in that. So that is one of the things that came up for me. Okay. And, um, okay. Um, also, I'd like to um, talk about the um, write-up that you did, Vonnie. I mean, the uh, history about pornography. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, because you know, when I read and hear it, it, pornography existed long before video and even photography. So, why don't you? Right. Uh, do you have that information in front of you? Because um, if we, I'll let you go ahead and do that if you wanted to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um... Yeah, the the ancient history. So it's been found that, and and not to say that it was um, sexually again sexually explicit, but there have been foundings of Venus figurines that were um, maybe not intended for sexual arousal, but these figurines were found um, in different um, like caves, um, and they were symbolizations of fertility. And then the Greeks and the Romans, they would have a lot of the, their art. 
they would have a lot of sculptures and um, frescoes depicting um, homosexuality, threesomes, fellatio, um, congolinus, and then, of course, you have in India, you have the Kama Sutra. So, you know, throughout history, there has been um, different references or resources that, um, you know, that, that were used for this. Now, it really, you know, spearheaded when we got into modern technology where we had photographs and, and then video and then now we have the Internet. But um, as far as, you know, porn, it has been out for hundreds and thousands of years. Absolutely. And it's so and it's it tells us really that people have always been interested in sex in and not only participating in it, but seeing others uh participate in it. It's been something that is 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 exciting, it's arousing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that it says in the in the article is that whichever way you slice it, the diversity of pornographic <laughs> materials throughout history suggests that human beings have always been interested in images of sex, lots and lots of sex. Um, This gentleman by the name of Seth Prosterman, Prosterman, who's a clinical sexologist, says that sex has always played a super important role for human beings and their relationships. And I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, one of the things that we're going to be finding out as we talk about this subject is that um, pornography has been a way of uh, helping to enhance um, sexual relations. You know, people use it as foreplay. Um, You know, some people use it as self-pleasuring, you know, use it for their own self-pleasuring. And I just got a text message asking me to Amend the only one that masturbate? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> no, the girl, we, know, we have our own self-pleasuring. So, um, and I don't know how often women use pornography, um, you know, when they're in their self-pleasuring, but I'm sure that that is, uh, they do. So, um, and, and again, you know, like you said, when, you know, this is not just something, this has been around for years, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. in the cave. So this is something that people have been um, interested in and wanting to depict for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Back in the Kama Sutra days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, and then, you know, because it was ingrained, it was um, part of, and with the Karma Sutra, you know, it wasn't just for the physical aspect, but stimulation, but also spiritually as well. So, um, you know, we talk about, you know, pornography and, you know, a lot of us might think of, you know, those nasty movies and the, the magazines that, you know, our, our, our parents would try to hide from us and stuff. And, and I'm dating myself because I don't even know if we still, well, okay, we still do have magazines, but now with the Internet, that is just, you know, took it to another level. But, um, but um, you know, we're... Hello? Uh-oh. I think we may have lost you, Bonnie. Um, but uh, just to follow up with what she was saying, I'm sure she'll be back in a second. Um, I remember, you know, as a kid, oh, my gosh, probably about 12 or 13 
and I found uh, some of my uh, father's uh, books um, and magazines, and I was at my eye, you know, I was like a little kid, my eyes bulging out my head, um, you know, looking at these um, naked people <laughs> and reading these uh, mag, reading the magazines and reading the stories uh, about sex. And so, um, uh, you know, it was just definitely uh, a turn on for me. And, you know, as a kid, I don't know whether, um, you know, I don't even know what I was thinking at the time, but I know I used to just, you know, tell my girlfriends, look what I found, you know, my father's got these books, they got them hidden, but I found them. So, um, and I'm sure that other people have too, you know, body you're back, huh? Yeah, I'm back, yes. Yeah, yeah my, my call dropped. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was just telling them about when I was a kid, you know, about 12 or 13, and I found Daddy's stash. <laughs> you know, really, he, he didn't even try to hide it too tough. I guess he figured his girl, his daughter wasn't going to be looking at his room, but he didn't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, you know, it, it was exciting to look at the the magazine, the nasty magazines, and go and tell my mm-hmm. girlfriend and show them. You know, and, you know, I don't know, kids today, they have it quite easy because they can just pop up on their phone, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, and find these things. And sometimes that can be, of course, that can be um, not a good thing because we don't want children yeah. looking at uh, pornography. You know, there's a place and a time for it, and it's definitely with adults, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. My story is a little different. I was um, actually a little bit younger than you said. You were what, twelve, thirteen? Z. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I recall, and um, and I I don't share this story obviously with too many people, but because we have this show, this is a perfect opportunity to do so. But I remember, I was um, in third grade, third grade, third or fourth grade. And um, talk about someone, you know, you know, being lucky with someone who had um, a stash. It was one of my girlfriends. And before we would go to school in the morning, we would all meet up at this certain person's house. <laughs> and we would get a hold. She got a hold to her parents' movies. In third, fourth grade, before we would go to school, we would sit and watch these movies. I didn't know, you know, this was... I'm um what that's what how old um like nine eight nine years old so being exposed to what I was being exposed to just totally turned me out in a way that I was like wow this is what grown ups do like so you know you go from being curious to actually seeing the visual and seeing it very graphically as a young age, at a young age. And um, I remember that was actually the first time that, um, you know, it was the first time I actually, you know, I saw grown people actually having sex. But um, the whole, like, ejaculation, like, that was something that was new to me with, with seeing. Obviously, I'm a child, so all of it was new to me. But I was just like, whoa. I can't believe what I'm saying. So I was very young when I first got exposed to um, to pornography. Wow! And then you and you're not only young, but you actually seeing movies. I 
you know, we just started yes. out with the magazines and the books, and so he was getting a real deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Know. Well, you know, um, it, what, it, what also was interesting to me about the history of of pornography is mm-hmm. it, it talks about in this article, uh, eighteen ninety six. Eighteen ninety six. Wow. Eighteen ninety six. That was a long, long time ago. Correct. <laughs> and they they saying filmmakers in France were delving into the erotic uh, with mm. short silent clips. So you know they didn't even have any. They had no music behind it. They have no ooh ah. You know none of that. None of that stuff. You just had to watch it, and it was um, you know people were getting their thing off with this. Uh-oh. It would be the French to take it to another level, huh? Yeah, for real. How about that? <laughs> um, it said that hardcore sex started showing up around 1900, and they were usually shown at all-male gatherings. So, uh-huh. you know, and I think it has definitely taken on a different role because um, even though there were women, of course, you know, in the films, you didn't yeah. find, I don't think, too many women watching them, you know, as opposed to like mm-hmm. today. Um, right. I think right. we have a whole lot of women that are, you know, are using it for their own personal enjoyment and right. so not just uh not just starring in the roles. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit later on because I have some, you know, opinions about um the mm-hmm. actors, you know, and actresses right. who are who are you know, who makes the film, you know. Right, right. But you know what, the you know, now, because, you you know, you, you said actors and actresses, but what you're finding now more often, especially, you know, with the Internet or you have amateurs where you have, you know, um, everyday people, not actors or actresses, that are, you know, making these films. And and putting them out for people to view for their viewing viewing pleasure, so it's no longer just for the you know the so-called um, porn actor or actress. You know, it might be your next door neighbor, and they might have a studio situation. You know, they might have something, you know, going on there, or the um or the the infamous sex tape. You know, Kim Kardashian she made that um you know real hot with leaking these sex tapes. So. Not only oh not not just Kim Kardashian. What's the other lady? Um, um, Pamela Anderson. Yeah, you remember that? Do you remember hearing about that? Um, back in the day. No, I don't. But I will yeah. check that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so some of these um celebrities are well. Before anyone knew who Kim Kardashian was, you know, they knew about this infamous sex tape that was put out. So, you know, you find that people are using this, and I'm, and you can't see my air quotes, but, you know, leaking these tapes out. And it's a way of putting them out, putting them on, putting them out there, you know, getting exposure. So what do you think, uh, Vani, is the is the thing that, you know, really gets pornography the, the bad name. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, again, you know, turn off. You know, some mm-hmm. people, and, and I was thinking about when we had posted the show up on Facebook, and I'm like, wow, you know, and nobody mm-hmm. was hitting it, nobody was saying, I like, I'm coming. So, um, <laughs> like, you know, 
it is a turn off to some people. It's people think, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's nasty, it's dirty. You know, um, they have so many, you know, horrible opinions about it, mm-hmm. and and yet, you know, I personally, I see it as a form of art. I mean, it it is, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at it, it's photography, it you know, an ex, an art expression. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we're talking about you know people uh, sharing their um, their love scene, you know, their sexual love making scenes together, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's just fucking scenes. It's not even love making, but you know, um, yeah, straight fucking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but but you know, there are a lot of people that are just really turned off by it and would never mm-hmm. even consider. Uh, have, looking at it or participating in any way. And, and a lot of times you find that in relationships that can be a real big problem because yeah. sometimes you have one partner, um, usually it's the male, uh, but that's mm-hmm. not always the case, um, mm-hmm. that he's really into it and, you know, his partner uh, may not be into it. So that can really cause some some challenges in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely can. Um, you know, I've been looking at doing the research for this show and some interesting um, some statistics that I had came up and just to, um, you know, and I'm going to go back to what you said, you know, when does it, um, you know, become distasteful? And, um, and I think one of the things is when children, you know, when you have um, predators out there that, are, um, you know, going after children and you have a situation where you have child porn. I mean, that doesn't even sound right. Like, just saying that, like, makes me want to throw up. But, um, you know, but you have, you know, the case where people are actually searching for this um, via Internet. And so when you get into that, when you bring the children into the mix, that's when it, to me, that's when it really gets distasteful. Um, and then um, animals <laughs> as well. Um, the, like that, I don't want to, you know, to me, that that's that's my opinion, you know. And I and with and in this show, you know, we try to um, be objective, but, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not feeling. Well, I ain't objective about that because I don't do. I don't. I'm not interested in children and animals being yeah. in. You know, that's not the same thing to me. Like I said, mm-hmm. when I see pornography as a form of art, and the people use mm-hmm. it for their, you know, sexual arousal or the, you know, for their entertainment or whatever, I don't see it as, you know, I don't put those two in the, in the same category. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know. Um, you know, so one of the things that I've realized as I have been growing in my own uh, evolvement, in my own sexuality, is um, that I can see things. Like, I, the difference to me between soft porn and hardcore porn, I mm-hmm. this, this is just straight up. I don't like the movies that show just fucking, fucking, fucking. I mean, you know, he just mm-hmm. hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And she just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that don't come That don't do nothing for me. See, that's but, how nice for me. <laughs> you know, but if you've got a nice story behind it, you know, you know, I remember watching one um, where the the husband had gone off to work, 
and she, you know, she comes downstairs with her little lingerie on and whatnot, and here come the milkman, you know. <laughs> That's been a long time since the milkman days, right? But, you know, here comes the milkman, and she comes out, and she's flirting with him, and, then, and of course, he's fine. You know, I always love the movies with the brothers who fine. They just look good. They built, they all, you know, hunked up and stuff. And, and then, you know, they go on and getting their thing off. And so, you know, those kind of uh, story ones are the ones that, that turn me on, that light my fire. Um, I, I was talking with my guy last night, and I was mm-hmm. saying, you know, remember that one we saw where that man, plus he, he wasn't even good looking. I mean, you know, if you're going to have one where you're going to have, at least have a good-looking guy that you, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like it when it seems to me that it's degrading to women. Um, okay. You know, mm-hmm. when when it just, I, you know, it's just something to me about the difference in art to me is when there's a story behind it and, you know, they're mm-hmm. showing something where she's really into it and he's really into her and, He's really giving her pleasure, and she's giving him pleasure, and it's not just right. that bam, 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 because that, to me, is not something that, you know, says anything to me about how women feel about the sexual experience themselves. themselves. So that's just my opinion, and mm-hmm. we are going to um, be asking others to share their opinion as well. Yes, yes, um, and- um, and I see that we're um, we're past the eight o'clock hour, so we can go ahead and go into commercial break. But um, before we do that, I just want to again to remind the family that you are welcome to join the conversation with us this evening, and you can do so by pressing the number one on your dial um, on your dial pad, and um, we'll bring you in. So um, without further ado, we're going to go to a quick commercial. And then when we get back, we're going to continue our conversation on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, Pornography, a Turn On, a Turn Off, or Turned Up. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want, call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet 
healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio. All right, family, we want to welcome you back to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Um, Tonight's topic, we are discussing pornography, a turn on, a turn off, or is it something that you used to get turned up? Um, we're talking about, we talked about the history of it a little bit and, um, you know, in our personal um, stories, but we also wanted to take the time to invite the family to um, to share with them, you know, any stories or, or anything that they would like to, um, you know, share in regard to the topic this evening. Um, and, and see, before we, we went into commercial break, I'm sorry, was this, um, was there something that you were saying? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I was just sharing uh, my point of view about, you know, mm-hmm. what I like, you know, my particular taste in right. in a particular art form and um, and what I didn't like. So um, we do have a caller who has their um, – who is in the queue and – I think wants to contribute to the conversation. So, uh, Ronnie, we can go and uh, bring this caller in and see what they have to say. Caller uh, 808-8185. Welcome. Oh, hey, how you doing, ladies? Good evening. My brother, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we always enjoy when we have, well, we always welcome all our callers, but when we get our, our men in, you know, with with us being two ladies, you know, we always get actually excited when, when our men come to join us. <laughs> uh, I feel very welcomed. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, so caller, um, so what would you like to share with us um, this evening about our topic tonight? Um. Well, I guess you got started off with the stories of exposure, mm-hmm. and I would think my my initial exposure sounds like an '80s movie. Um, <laughs> I was a military kid, you know, and mm-hmm. military kids have all types of groups, and we try to make the best of our environment. So the you know military base is surrounded by a lot of woods, you know, for the military men to go out and do their service to the country and do all these ex- explorations and mm-hmm. excursions and such. So we were out. I think I was about nine. Yeah, I think the group of us were about nine and wandering in the woods. And we came across like a like a fort-like structure. Didn't look okay. professionally built. And uh, we went ahead and explored it. And as mm-hmm. we were looking through it, we found a big crate of like 70s style big bush pornography, like a bunch of Playboy <laughs> magazines from like the wow. 70s. And that was like my very first real experience with seeing pornography like in a professional setting. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Talk yeah, about a jackpot, just, huh? 
<laughs> I guess so. I guess so. You know? I mean, yeah. you know, was it was it a bunch of boys, or did you have any girls with you? Um, no, nah, it was what, three fellas. Uh, okay. Me and these and these two two other guys were all in like fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we thought we hit the gold mine. It was right, it was right. very enlightening. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was our mm-hmm. first view of, of pornography. And um uh later on in the years, you know, I think I was around thirteen or fourteen, um, I think I seen my first porno porno. Okay. And in it was depictions of people having sex and different forms of sex and different positions in sex. Which mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I would like to attribute to having given me some type of insight to the different ways to have sex and be pleasurable to my partner. So, so it was a form of edu- a sexual education for you at the time. I would, I would say so more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't okay. at the time. I wasn't even aware that you could pleasure yourself. Like I wasn't I wasn't adapted knowing that masturbation was anything. And you now um, I did mm-hmm. explore sex at a younger age, but mm-hmm. my my um, viewpoint on sex was uh, more like pleasing your partner. So okay. if you didn't mm-hmm. please your partner, you really didn't have an experience. So, okay. yeah, so I guess mm-hmm. pornography was, it wasn't as tainted as some people might make it out to be from their mm-hmm. own experiences. But for mm-hmm. me, it gave me a gauge to where to I need to graduate to, to a form. There was nothing, it was all heterosexual. It was all relatively normal sex but just gave me an idea of what you should be thinking you could possibly do in a sexual act with somebody that you cared about so that was my experience mm-hmm. well, wow thank you so much for sharing that um i could just look i had this picture of these little boys <laughs> coming across the stairs and you know wow look what we got here um i'm going to ask <laughs> Always want to ask a guy. So you said it, you know, definitely helped you to see how you can, you know, things that you could do, positions that you could get in, how you could, you know, better please your partner. Um, but do, do you get turned on when you see women? Does, women on women? Yeah, when you see two women together, do you? Does that is that a turn on for you? It took some years for me to be cool with it. I'm not going to lie. You know, um, at first it wasn't nothing appalling. It was just a lot to take in. It was just, okay. wow, I didn't know that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more informative that is that that's out there. And uh, mm-hmm. as I got older, I guess I took a liking to accepting it um, mm-hmm. and not having any qualms with it or any any uh, reservations about it. So mm-hmm. um, what makes you ask? Uh, well, because I just always want to know. I mean, I've, I've uh, watched pornography where there are two women, and I've watched it with men. And, um, you know, it just, 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 it just seems like it's something that can be a turn on. So um, I just wanted to know what your opinion about it was. Um, I think that one of the, you know, I think that one of the things that we, you know, as we are, our society is, you know, evolving into other things. But I remember watching one, which was an old, old movie. I mean, like we were talking about <laughs> earlier, not even with any sound. Um, 
and they were showing two women. They were out in like in this picnic area, and um, the, the the guy there was a guy, and he brought them back out into this area and had the two of them, you know, take off their clothes and and uh, and have sex with one another. So this is something that's been around for a long, long, long time. And I just said mm-hmm. that because it seems to be if they're making these movies and they're doing and they're having women with them, and then obviously it's something that men, um, you know, are finding exciting uh, and mm-hmm. find to turn on. So I just wanted to ask you to see what your opinion was. <laughs> so thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, I can't yeah, speak for I, every man, but we do enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I want you know, I'm, like, we're kind of greedy here <laughs> when we have a man come on. Um, I did want to ask you another question. Have you, um, you know, may have found, and maybe in your relationships, have you found that you're a like of or you're participating, you know, um, bringing pornography into the relationship? Is Do you find that your relationships have... Um, you changed any, or do you find that your partners are with it, within, with it, with you, or not with it, with you? Um, I've had a few women that were into uh, pornography, and they were definitely more willing to explore and mm-hmm. enjoy each other on a more free level. Mm-hmm. And the women that were less into it were a lot more reserved, as if they thought they would be judged by liking it. Okay. And, uh, it was unfortunate for those that weren't into it, which, you know, I adapt to. I'm not going to hold you to my standard necessarily, but uh, we can definitely try to see where we can meet in the middle. And uh, a lot of times uh, I might leave, if we didn't work out, you know, you might leave with some personal growth and see some things that you didn't know you liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, women women that liked uh, to watch pornography seemed to be a lot more free-spirited and knowledgeable about the things that they were more into without being coerced or talked to or suggested that, hey, well, let's try Mm -hmm. this or that. Okay. I was going to ask you that. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you that. Have you found a difference in the women that you've dated for the, um, the women that... And, um, you know, enjoyed or uh, watched pornography as opposed to the women that didn't, you know, watch it or weren't open to it. Was there a difference um, in in regards to your sexual relationship? Slightly. Or, um, okay. The women that did watch pornography, you know, on their own terms without my introduction or whatever, uh, they would have their own ideas of what they wanted. They were more empowered okay. about what they wanted, you know. Were, mm, empowered. Even if they weren't, yeah, if they weren't experienced in whatever they saw, they kind of mm-hmm. had an idea of what they would actually like to try. As okay. long as they felt comfortable enough with me to try it. And okay. I don't okay. hold nobody to any one standard. If you're into something that doesn't oppose my beliefs or what I'm into, then let's mm-hmm. let's go for it. But women right. that didn't, you know. Um, have any experience with pornography seemed a little bit more tamed by the culture of of what society says we have to do or have to be. Like they okay. were more restricted by something other than them. Like they okay. were living up to a standard that they didn't have to. 
Okay. You know, that's basically what I, what, that's my experience, you know. Other people might right. find it differently, but that's what I saw. Okay. Interesting. So, and, and just so you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a 35-year-old male who's been in the military, lived abroad, overseas, different countries, different states. And, yeah, I, I like, I'm a people person, so, you mm-hmm. know, if, if I find something in somebody that matches me and we mm-hmm. have a commonality and we decide to take it to the next level, then we might find mm-hmm. out some things about each other. All right. So. All right. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so then I have a question. So to this day, now, um, is it? Um, do you find that you use it as an aid or um, do, you, do you get turned on? By watching pornography, do you still watch pornography? In my own time, because my current mm-hmm. relationship, she's not really into pornography. You know, we might oh. watch it occasionally. Okay. But in, uh, um, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not okay. threatened by it. I'm not needing it. It's just one of those things in life that I'm. I'm glad it's around, but okay. you know, it's it's, it's just kind of there. Right, right, right. Uh, Good stuff. Well, I thank you um, so much for having the courage to come on and talk about your personal pornography history and experience uh, with us this evening. And, um, And Z, did you have any more questions or anything that you want to ask our guests? I can think of a thousand things I'd like to ask the brother. I know you can. I know you can. But we do have another caller who wants to uh, chime in on the conversation. Brother, I do appreciate you being here with us tonight and sharing your thoughts and, and uh, giving some insight into mm-hmm. how people are looking at it, uh, looking at pornography. And I just appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we hope that you'll continue to uh, come back again on a Friday evening and join us for other conversations. Peace and love. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Peace right. and love. All right. All right. Peace. Bye. Wow, it's so awesome to have a brother join us, buddy. Hey. <laughs> uh, we do have another caller that uh like to bring in on this conversation. Caller 410-0658. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Thank you, ladies. How are y'all this evening? It's me, Harvey. Oh, Hi, good evening, Harvey. How are y'all? <laughs> Y'all didn't have to rush the guy off. Y'all could have kept on going. You know, I'm going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't know who else was on here, so I'm glad to have another brother. Um, mm-hmm. So, Harvey, what do you think about this conversation tonight? Is a pornography a turn off, a turn on, or are you turned up? Well, you know, it's definitely a turn on. Um wouldn't say I'm turned up. I, it's it's a turn on. It's definitely a turn on. Um, don't watch it or mess with porno as much as I used to at one time. But yeah, it's definitely a turn on. And you know, I guess I'll follow suit. For me, the earliest uh, experience. Well, let me ask this: in, in talking porno, because I actually saw a, a naked girl before I saw pornography. Does that count, or are we talking pictures and movies first? Well, I um, think that when we're talking about the, the pornography, 
We're probably mm-hmm. t- talking about the pictures, the movies, the yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the wall, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then my earliest experience with that would be anyone from Baltimore may remember Super TV. Y'all remember Super TV? I wasn't in Baltimore for Super TV. Okay. So before we had real cable, we had Super TV. It was okay. one channel, and it you know was on most of the day. But at night, Super TV would show porn. And when you looked at it, you didn't have to have Super TV. Like, I didn't have it. But... Somebody in my block obviously had it, and you could pick up the waves. You just had to know what channel to go to. And so all of us in the neighborhood, I guess somebody found it, and we were telling each other, you got to put it on channel this, you got to put it on channel that. Oh, wow. And so what would happen is you would see silhouette people. But every now and then, if you watched it long enough, the silhouette people turned into a nice, clear picture. And so I Mm. remember the first one, you know, that I saw, it was this woman, and she was leaving the bar, and these guys from the bar grabbed her, and they tried to rape her. And this guy pulls up in a motorcycle, beats up all of them. Then he takes her off, and, of course, they have sex. You know, oh. And it doesn't stay clear for a long time. You might get 15 minutes if you're lucky, and then it goes back to being silhouette. You know? mm. <laughs> so you, you try to watch it. It, it. it went on like midnight or something, but you try to watch the whole thing, hoping that it come back in again. But yeah, that would be you know my earliest experience with actually seeing porn. Now after that, um, I had an uncle who lived with me, and he had some magazines down in the basement where he was staying. And so you know, I creep down there and be going through his stuff and find the magazines and like, oh man, you know. But yeah. So let me ask you, Harvey. Um, ha- have you used uh, porn in your own in your relationships? And of course, as a coach, um, you've talked. You've been with other couples. What do you find? Um, do you find that it is something that enhances the relationship? I know the, the other brother said earlier um, that you know. You know, he used it as a kind of an educational aid, uh, aid and, you know, okay, I can try this position or I can uh, check this out and, you know, this is another way of bringing pleasure to my partner. What do you think about that? Okay. Well, I'll say this for starters. As a coach, I have never asked any of the couples or individuals that I've worked with anything about porn whatsoever. So I would have no knowledge on their porn. For me, in my actual relationships, no. Um, With the exception of my wife, I can't remember ever any woman who I was in a relationship with actually watching porn. Um, I will say this, my daughter's mother, before she was my daughter's mother, they came over my house one day, and she asked me what was I watching. I told her it was porn. And so she watched about 45 minutes of it waiting for a sex scene, and I finally let her off the hook and said, it's a kung fu flick. There's not going to be any sex in it. She was like, I was wondering when it was going to get to the porn. <laughs> so that would be that would probably be the closest to it outside of it. Now, there have been... Um, maybe one or two women who it was just the booty call and we put porn on, but nobody was watching it. We went, you know, did our thing while the porn was playing. I guess it was just a part of the the mood. Yeah, so, right. nah, I've true. never really used porn for, you know. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> 
Um, okay, so that's interesting. Because I, I was going to ask you, um, are you a hardcore porn or, are you, or do you like the soft? Well, softcore porn, like you see on, what is that, Cinemax, Showtime, one of them, I guess HBO late at night. That is really, really kind of boring. I mean, I guess it's supposed yeah. to be romantic, <laughs> but that is really, really kind of boring, you know. Um, so, so I guess, and then what I've found to be what they consider hardcore porn is a little too rough for me. So I guess regular porn, you know, where <laughs> right in the someone middle. knocks at the door, you open the door, and it's, oh, I'm locked out. Can I come in? Sure. How come you have no clothes on? Oh, and next thing you know, they're having sex. Right. <laughs> I've been waiting for that day to happen. <laughs> Even when I order a pizza, if it's a female, I'm waiting to see, hey, you know, in the movies, the guy always has sex with the pizza thing. It doesn't work that way in real life, right? Right. <laughs> but, but okay. So, well, Harvey, with that being said, if it, it not working that way, we're talking about real life and um, and actors and actresses. So, and have you found that um, you know a false porn puts out a false sense of reality of what the expectations of what sex is supposed to be? Because you know, with professional performance porn, because again, we've mentioned, you know, there are amateurs now, but with professionals, you know, there's a certain look, you know, there, um, there's a certain look, there's a certain length, there's a certain way that this actor and actress are pro- pro- um, projecting themselves, you know, with the mowing and the ooing and the awing, all of that stuff. So is, did you ever find, um, you know, in your case that Again, like you know, with that false sense of reality, did that ever play into your um, expectations of, of sex? Mine personally, no. Mm-hmm. But okay. as with all things that's out there, it, it mm-hmm. has effect on people. Um, yeah. I was once there was a woman I was messing with many many years ago, and it was you know just a physical thing. And sometimes when we were together, you know, when we were having sex, it would be the worst experience for me. The worst mm-hmm. because she obviously learned sex from porno movies. Mm-hmm. You know, the minute we get started, she's, oh, oh, and she's doing through all the motions, making all the sounds. And sometimes I just stop and just lay there. And she's still right. going through it. And it's like, so right. I wonder if I pulled out, would she still be doing this? You know, right, right. I don't need my ego stroked. I'm not that guy. So <laughs> don't do that. That just pisses me off. Right, <laughs> you know, right. That that ruins the experience for me when you got to be, oh, and you calling my name, and I ain't done nothing yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and, and I know I ain't done nothing when I can stop, and you still doing the same thing. You know, right. if I stop, you stop. When I move, you move. <laughs> so, yeah, for some people it has. And she is actually one of the women who, you know, would put porn on. You know, I get mm-hmm. over there and then porn is on and we maybe watch the first 30 to 45 seconds of it and then, you know, we doing our thing. And she's, right. like I say, act like the actresses. She's making mm-hmm. all the same noises and all the same faces. And, you know, I haven't even gotten started yet. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, wow. I mean, well, said, you know, 
I um you know with with porn being highly accessible to to youth, um, I was reading um that the age eleven is now like the average age that um young young folks are being exposed to porn. So by watching it and having all this access to it now, like how is that shaping our youth as they go into, you know, because, you know, we, we all admit that we were curious and that was that's what led us to, you know, the magazines and me. I was, I guess, an exception because I was actually seeing the videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and let me mention that even though I was curious, it, it, it grossed me out. Like it, it I remember the first time when I saw a man ejaculate, and it was in Jello, and then <laughs> the women were eating the Jello, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to eat Jello <laughs> again," you know, or, or or just or just wondering like, what is that coming out of his penis? Like, I didn't know, you know. I just thought from that point, I thought men and women, you know, you got on top of each other and you you humped a little bit, and then that was it. You know, um, and then you know if you want, you know, and you take your clothes off, and, and and that was it. But I had no idea that that's what was going on. So you know, with our youth, you know, being exposed to this and watching these actors and actresses, you know, performing, um, and that's what they're doing. They're performing. You know, how mm-hmm. is that shaping shaping them um, as they go about um, relationships and and being in, and intimacy as well. Well, you know, one of the I, things that I would say about that, Bonnie, is um, mm-hmm. you know, almost like kind of what Harvey was saying, is that if our young people are looking at, especially hardcore, when I, when I say hardcore porn, I'm talking about just banging, 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 and you know, just just dick and pussy, just dick and pussy. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, if this is what they are seeing as, you know, their introduction to how you get with a girl. Then she gonna be she gonna be quite disappointed and upset because that's mm-hmm. all she's going for. And so he, you know, I really think uh, um, that that's really not a good way for them to get the introduction to sex. And I, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Agreed. Plus, I but agree. also it has a mental effect on mm-hmm. on the youth. You know, yeah. if you see something like that, you really need an understanding adult, not one right. who's going to be scared. Because you know what. A lot of us learn is parents make it seem like sex is a dirty thing. So if you see it, they try to hide it. They don't want to talk about it. Once your kid's been exposed, you got to explain some things to them. One, you got to let them know that this is just like watching a cartoon in a sense. It ain't real. These people mm-hmm. don't love each other, you know, and, and mm-hmm. if they saw what Zakia considers hardcore, Zakia, I would tell you, hardcore is some S&M, you know, yeah. with somebody getting whipped, somebody got a strap on, and somebody taking it somewhere, and then the gangbang stuff, and, you know, and, and yeah. a whole lot of the, anyway, it gets crazy out there, but yeah. it takes it, it takes a, a parent who can really, you know, sit down with the child and nurture the child after that. 
mm-hmm. left to the own to their own devices, the kids think just like Zakia said that this is sex, and then they become sadly disappointed. You know, even young girls who see it. You know, you've told your story about being young, about nine or so, and, and you saw it. The idea is okay. This is all there is to sex, or you're grossed out because it's like, oh my God, a guy can do that. I don't want him doing that to me. You know, this gel, this stuff coming out of him, and you know, so all the fears you got to be able to really help them through what they mm-hmm. saw and let them know this isn't real. You know, mm-hmm. yes, sex is done this way, but it's not like this. It, it should be done with someone who you care about. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very special act, and it should be soft and gentle and loving unless you want it a certain way. But you got to learn for yourself, but you got to do it at an age when you understand. You know, like mm-hmm. for me, I had sex long before I saw porno. I saw a naked girl before I saw Super TV. Mm-hmm. I was in the first grade, and I followed this other kid into the girl's bathroom, and we were there looking at a naked girl. You know? Mm-hmm. A couple years later, I had sex with my first girlfriend. We were both way, 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 way too young. It was my first time, but it wasn't hers. She had already mm-hmm. been with a few other guys. And I'll say this, we were under the age of 10. Mm. You know, so by the time I got right. to Super TV, all I was thinking is, when can I do this again? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so it was one of them things like I want to do this again. You know, but it, it's not natural for children that age to be having sex, and mm-hmm. not every girl was going to do what this one girl was doing. As a matter of fact, right. most of them thought she was too hot and shouldn't be doing it, you know, yeah. and she didn't right. really care. And yeah. I guess it was just my luck that I got with her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and being a boy, I didn't really care. But it, it's a rough thing to have to deal with. It is yeah. because there's a whole lot of mental things that go on with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then with the influences that was in my life, you know, it, it made it hard for a long time to be a decent man when the mm-hmm. whole thing was about getting laid. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. sex can become addictive. Yeah, you know, well, and that was before I could even and, ejaculate. So imagine right. what happened after the first time I got that feeling. Right. And you know what, Harvey? We are going to be talking about um, addiction to porn in just a few minutes. So, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know, just say we're going to, we're definitely going to be talking about that because, you know, while we're talking about um, things that you know are, are kind of on a positive, you know, note and how how we were able to use porn as a good thing. We're also going to be talking uh, tonight about how it can really uh, ruin relationships and Mm -hmm. uh, really set people up for, um, you know, an addiction to uh, have a negative experience. So um, we do have another caller that's been waiting in the queue for some time. Um, You know, this is a conversation that could go on and on, and I'm so grateful, uh, Harvey, for you chiming in tonight. Thank you so much. So very much for your offering tonight, and we're gonna wish you yeah. peace and love. Uh-huh. Um, Thank and you. And we're gonna go. Yeah. I'm so good to have the brothers on. I just, I just want to say this. Now we have a lot of conversations, Bonnie, and most of the time it's just the sisters showing up. But this one has brought the brothers out. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so. Um, I just want to bring in caller 301-9942. Come and share with us tonight your thoughts. Peace. 
and blessings. Yes, welcome. Right, so let's talk ladies. love, sex, and nutrition. All right, we got a system want to chime in on this conversation. <laughs> so, so, I guess it, it it is a turn on for me. I have always watched it, um, probably from, I don't know, maybe 19 or 20 years old, on and off. Um, but I think I watched it more to learn certain things. So I'll give an example. Like, porn is really good when you want to learn how to give a really good, juicy blowjob. I think you can hey, learn a hey. lot. Yeah, I need to learn a lot because, like, I never knew, you know, when mm-hmm. I was younger, especially when I first got married, like, when you first married, like, you're, you're trying things out and you're trying to figure out, like, what's good and what's, you know, what to do. Mm-hmm. And I never knew, like, to make it sloppy and make it wet and, like, they like the noises and, you know. So <laughs> for me, I think that's been the most um the most advantageous thing that I've gotten from it is like mm-hmm. how to do certain things. Um, I don't watch it as much as I I used to because um, I think now like I've been sexually active probably for the past not even a year, maybe seven or eight months. But um, I relied on it heavily like when I was celibate, like not, you know, not having a sexual partner, um, but still, you know, still wanting to, like, get that that uh, energy off because, you know, I don't know about nobody else, but I am highly sexual and, you know, even being celibate, you still got to release it in some kind of way. So I did rely on it heavily, like, when I was celibate, but, but now mm-hmm. that I'm not celibate, not so much, so. That's my little scare about it tonight. You know oh, what? Um, you. It's, inter- it's interesting that you would say that you learned how to give a good blowjob. Um, but what the first time I saw uh, a woman and, and a man eating a woman, I mean, he was on that clit. And, you know, it's a different thing when you're having the experience because you're, you're not seeing it from that angle. You know, the camera is zoomed in on the clip, zoomed in on his tongue, on the clip, and you've seen how that thing is working. And (laughs) (laughs) that was one of my aha moments. I was like, oh, yeah. And, of course, if a brother knows what he's doing, you know, you can understand why she was oohing and ah. Harvey said something about the oohs and the ahs, but them oohs and the ahs Really, when he on that thing, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> you can just um, tell the so, thing too. You can, you can tell. I know. I can tell. Like in the, I have a, a I still have like a favorite video mm-hmm. on one of the sites that I go to where it's like a jail scene. So I have this thing with like jail. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the she's like the officer, and she you know he pulls it out, and she's like, "What is this?" And I can lock you in the hole for pulling this out, and you better not tell nobody. I mean, what you <laughs> since you first came in 
like the best scene, but it's it's one of those scenes like where you're talking about like where he's he's eating her pussy and he just looks like he loves it. Mm-hmm. Loves it, loves it, loves it. And um, I feel like those scenes are very hard to find. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to find a scene where a guy is like eating pussy, but he just looks like he just loves it, you know? Right, right. He's not just eating it just so he can stick his dick in, but he's eating it so she's enjoying it and getting pleasure out of it. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm just saying, brothers, if you don't know, like Harvey says on that that commercial, (laughs) if you don't know... Now you know. If you want to know how to eat some good pussy, try to get some good porn that will teach you how to do it right. Um, right. You know, and there are definitely um, movies out there that you know will do that. You know, so <laughs> and you know, um, and what you're learned. and what we're finding. And with Z, what you're also finding now is because more women are watching porn, you're finding that there are more women that are directing the porn. So the things no. that are pleasing to us, yeah, yeah. So those are the things that um, are, are more pleasing to us when we are able to story, like you mentioned, Z, and actually, you know, seeing the authenticity of the pleasure that's being um, provided. And I'm um, not saying that's the case you know, all the time, but you are finding that there are more women that are getting into directing um, porn, porn movies. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, that's so interesting, too, Bonnie, because um, because it can be a very tasteful replication, and I think when a sister comes in and she does it, she's going to make it so that it is a pleasurable thing for women and it's not just something that is degrading to women. I said something earlier about uh, some um, some pornography, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. is degrading to women. You know, when it's just you know, um, just banging, 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 and he's not showing any kind of, you know, she, he's just she's just an object. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like that. That that gives me the creepy crawlies because I don't like to see sisters just being an object for me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I really like I said I like the ones where there's there is some some tenderness shown and there is a you know he's there to to give her pleasure as well as to get his you know to and for her to give him pleasure so um yeah so i just think that some of that some of the stuff out there can be really really degrading to women and that that i don't like. <laughs> that i don't um I do, um, and I want to thank the sister for sharing with us tonight. Uh, we always appreciate you uh, when you mm-hmm. come on because real, my beautiful queen, always keeping it real. Um, I know we ha- we don't have but 15 minutes left to go, but um, I did want to talk about some of the detriments to pornography. You know, there are uh, people who get addicted. I don't hear much about women getting addicted. I'm not saying that they don't, but you don't hear about it as much. But you do hear a lot about men getting addicted to pornography. And in the sense that, you know, every, you know, the wife is upstairs sleeping and he falls out the bed and goes downstairs to the computer mm-hmm. and, you know, that's where he's getting his thing off. And sometimes it can yeah. interfere with a normal, healthy sexual relationship, 
you know, the mm-hmm. wife is finding that he's not even having sex with her anymore because his thing is, in, you know, because he's getting his thing off of pornography. I mean, you hear it all the time on a lot of the talk shows, you know, um, uh, sex out, you know, uh, sexual, um, co- I mean, wellness uh, coaches are learning, uh, are getting that, you know, well, they're, they're having a problem because he's really into the porn. So, right. um, Vani, uh, or anybody, if you want to chime in on this particular conversation, uh, what do you think about that, um, you know, how that has affected uh, in relationships? Um, I actually, um, you know, I had, um, I had dated someone at one time, and I, you know, I haven't had a, a problem with um, accepting porn into the, our relationship. Um, but when um, speaking with someone that was actually, you know, addicted to it, where they had to watch it, you know, in the morning or whenever they had a free moment, you know, it was something. It was kind of like calling them, and so um, they had mentioned that, you know, in the past that that had been a problem. So that wasn't so much the case when we were in a rela- in the relationship where they those addictive behaviors were uh, where I could see those those type of behaviors. But um again with expressing that, you know, that that's what had happened in the past and when past relationships and one of the things that this gentleman had mentioned to me was because um that the person that he was with was not open to watching porn. So it was kinda like, okay, well if I if we can't kinda like if you can't do it together then I'm gonna do it anyways and I'm gonna do it, you know, whenever I get a chance. So um I don't know if that's classified as being addictive, but I know that, you know, it definitely was a problem within the relationship. And it stemmed from, you know, that per- the partner that he was with, he was saying that, you know, they weren't open to watching porn. And then um, in their sexual relationship that it wasn't very, um, it was a very um, restrictive type of sexual relationship um, as well. But um, I've been looking at these statistics, V, and um I'm reading it says sixty eight million daily pornographic search engines there are sixty million sixty eight million um pornographic search engine requests daily. So that's six million. This is um across the world. So in that six million I know that is not just men <laughs> that 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 are in this. And then um and I found another thing that was really interesting is that um, because porn is a, a multi-billion, billion-dollar industry, and um, and this is a little bit old, but in 2006, $13.33 billion in the U.S. alone um, was spent um, in the porn industry. Wow. So, and that was... And that was 10 years ago. So here we are now, and just imagine how, you know, how that has, um, you know, <laughs> I'm sure, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's double, but, um, you know, it's, um, again, with the Internet, um, it has really, you know, really blown up um, this industry. And then this is another interesting, interesting fact that every 39 minutes, a new pornographic video is created here in the U.S. So 
So that's every 39 minutes. So within this time of this show, there have been a couple of videos that's been created. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's so interesting. And, gee, I'm in the wrong business. No, I'm just. (laughs) Interesting. Every 39 minutes and billions and billions of dollars in the sex industry. Billions, yeah. you know, just like you had said, um, porn ain't going nowhere. Uh, Mm -hmm. And for all. Uh, for all different kinds of reasons, and um, um, you know, and I was um, what I was trying to find um, a particular person. Uh, there's um, um, Emmanuel. Now this is soft porn. Um, mm-hmm. So I, w- I was up there searching. I'm like I'm one of the people on the search engine looking for this particular. <laughs> Uh, woman, because my guy really likes, you know, her, and she, mm-hmm. Emmanuel in Venice, and Emmanuel in Tibet, Emmanuel mm-hmm. in Africa, you know, and Emmanuel was traveling all over. You know, I'm a travel girl, you know, so I'm like, well, I just want to go to some of the scenes and the places that she goes to and some of the experiences that she has. So they did have um, different actresses playing this particular part, Emmanuel, well, he likes this particular one woman, so I'm on. I'm on there searching and searching and trying to find her, and you know, and I'm finding that it's not easy to find some of the older versions of you know of this particular you know kind of pornography. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I went to the store. I went to you know like porn stores, and I would go in there and I would say, "I'm looking." And he said, "Oh no, we don't carry um, uh, soft porn here," you know. Everything is pretty okay. much hardcore stuff. So um, mm-hmm. I'm just finding that, um, you know, if you really are into something that has a lighter side, you know, where there's not, you know, where there maybe is more of a suggestive um, thing, you know, it's not really, you know, just, you know, you're not really getting the whole thing, which is just a sort of, kind of a suggestive thing. You don't get that as much today. Right. And, right. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it what what is so interesting about this is that again, um, you know, it is to me a, a still a form of art. When you're using photography, mm-hmm. you're using you know people are expressing themselves in this particular mm-hmm. way. It, you know, like I said in the statistics, I mean in in the in the um, write up that people like to watch other people have sex. You know, mm-hmm. that's just a, that's in a human being. They they like to be able to see it. Sometimes people are going to use it for their own particular uh, experience to learn more. And sister says she learned how to, you know, give good head. A brother may learn how to eat good pussy, you know, or, you know, they just like the arousal of how it can, um, you know, stimulate their own um, and enhance their own sexual experience. You know, I think mm-hmm. for me, Vonnie, um, mm-hmm. A relationship. I mean, I'm glad to say that I'm an open person. I, I like that about myself um, because I've never been able to say, "Oh my God, I ain't watching that. Ooh, that's nasty. I'm not gonna do that." I've never right. said that. Right. I've been. Um, and you know, I, I'm. You know, I'm just grateful to be that way. And for um, 
you know, I think when you, especially when you're, if you're coming into a relationship and guys, if you know that that's something that you are into, it's so good to have a conversation with your lady to let her know, you know, this is something that you enjoy and, you know, find out where she is because the sneaking around and the creeping around Mm -hmm not bring uh, goodness into a relationship. You know, I think yeah, that you these things out front. And I know sometimes it can be, you know, maybe it's a little embarrassing to a guy um, to be able to say to a woman, you know, hey, I really like, you know, you know, to put a little porn on, you know, before I have sex, you know, or whatever it is, um, and find out where she is with you. That's what communication is all about. And I think that that's what happens a lot when people get into a relationship and they don't have that communication, all of a sudden the wife or, you know, the girlfriend says, well, I didn't even know he was into that. I didn't know mm-hmm. he liked no. So absolutely, I would say uh, when you're in a relationship or if you're just, you know, starting to date, um, uh, just, def- you know, let your partner know what it is right. that you like. You know, it's okay to, to say to to your brother, you know, hey, I like to, you know, watch a little, you know, people getting it on and things like that. That, that excites me. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree, Z. Communication, um, you know, and we've talked about that, um, you know, throughout our, our shows is communication is key, and especially, you know, with with this here, uh, with pornography, you know, just it's you know letting your partner know, like you said, like okay, you know I I like to watch um the videos, or I have a couple of videos, or just you know just opening up the conversation so you can be comfortable um with your partner because it's all about expression. And with this conversation, I mean we could continue this conversation because we haven't even talked about the aggression. Um, you know, that's um, in a lot of the mainstream porn and how that also might tie in and affect relationships and um, as well. But um, I see that we are getting close to the 9 o'clock hour, so, um, you know, we're going to um, go ahead and, and start wrapping the conversation up. But um, well, I, I would like to thank, take this time to thank the family for joining us this evening um, on on this topic because it could be uh, you know it could be a touchy topic it could be a fun topic but it can be a touch a touchy topic um, as well so um, absolutely that and I that, also would like to um, say that you know we were kids and we found mm-hmm. the books and uh, we found the magazines and you found the videos and mm-hmm. so we want to that as we're parenting, that we're also being very aware of our children and yes. what they're yes. you know, Everybody's got phones now and computers. Parents, mm-hmm. please, please, please be aware of what your young people are watching. And if you do find that they are, you know, finding these things, finding movies, mm-hmm. and you know, um, have that conversation with them, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, for me, and this is just for me, I'm not going to make it, oh, you can't watch that, that's No, because, you know, that's curiosity. You were a curious kid. I was a curious kid. So we want to really be able to have intelligent conversations with our children, letting them know that there's a place and a time for everything. You know, every parent does it differently. 
but I just would like to say, you know, just really, really, really be aware because children are curious and they are going to be out there looking. I mean, that's just straight up, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> because we were mm-hmm. the same way. So just uh, really be responsible for this. So, Vani, I'm telling you, we are going to have to have this, we're going to have to come back to this conversation at another time because um, I do want to talk about that, you know, how that aggression can also bring about some, some really uh, unkind uh, ways yeah. of treating women. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, mm. I thank you so much for joining us tonight. We love you and appreciate you all so much for uh, joining us for Let's Talk About Sex and Nutrition. Next week we're going to have the Queen of Desire, uh, Janine mm-hmm. Ingram, coming on and doing her thing. And you know it's nothing like uh, <laughs> the Queen and what she brings to Let's Talk About Sex and Nutrition. So uh, we're going to, if Bonnie, is there anything else you want to say? We're going to lead out with a song tonight by Kelly mm-hmm. Rowland. Anything else you want to say, Bonnie, before we leave the family? I, well, I just want to say um, I want to thank the family for joining us this evening. Um, you know, we, we really do not take it lightly that you're spending your Friday evenings with us. And um, and speaking from Z and I, you know, we both we appreciate that. And um, we want to see you back here next week, next Friday at 7.30 on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And as you mentioned, we'll have Ms. Janine Ingram. Oh, I can't wait to um, to see what she's going to or who she's going to bring on the show or what we're going to be talking about next week. Oh, she always comes with the juicy stuff. So um, I'm excited about that. And, Sam, I just, um, we love you and we appreciate you. And um, and thank you for um, allowing us to be in your space this evening. And we'd also like to say, um, hit us up on Facebook, Bonnie. Tell us about how they can. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Please, yes, yes. Hit us up on Facebook. We are on on Facebook on Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and we post our shows on um, on the show, but. Any comments, any questions, or any um, ideas of any um, topics or subjects that you would like for us to cover, um, please feel free to reach out to um, either Z and I. Um, we, we welcome it. And, um, and then also, we are also on YouTube, right, Z, with the um, – <laughs> We're, our yes. shows are going to be on YouTube as well. Yeah, so we are excited um, about that. And um, again, you can you can check out the archive shows that we've had in the past. Um, we've been on air since August um, of last year. So um, I don't know if we're going that far back, but I know that we'll be having um, past shows on YouTube as well. So, again, um, feel free to reach out to us um, via Facebook on Love, Sex, and Nutrition, or um, you can email me at, at lovesexandnutrition at gmail.com. Again, if you have any questions or comments or just want to reach out and say hi to Z and I, uh, on a personal level, because we're very personable, you know, feel free to do as such. So, so yeah, Z, I think I think that's it, honey. So, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and 
say goodbye to the family, and we love and appreciate you. And I am Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with. And I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. We wish you a blessed, healthy, peaceful, prosperous uh, weekend and week. And we look forward to seeing you all next Friday. One love. Yes, indeed. Peace and blessings. Oh
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.